Hello, friends. Welcome to the Faith Culture Podcast. My name is Shino Akonde, and I'm your host. On today's episode of the Faith Culture Podcast, we are talking about how you know God can really be interested in our life, intervene in our life, and also grant us safety, protection. You know, regardless of what is happening around us. Uh, before I you know introduce my guest on the show today, I'm going to read a scripture of the Bible. In the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 10. It says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and is safe. That is the testimony of my guest today, Anoluako, who, you know, previously was in the country of um, Ukraine. And, um, you know, the war started and, you know, God saw her through and God, you know, ensured that she was um, greatly delivered, you know, miraculously delivered, uh, you know, until she returned, you know, um, to Nigeria. Anu, welcome to the Faith Culture Podcast. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Yeah, it's such a huge honor to have you. And I'm so blessed by your story. I've listened to your testimony and I feel it's important to have you on the show today so that many others can, you know, hear this testimony and, you know, thank God for your life as well. But before, um, you know, you share this miraculous escape from uh, Ukraine, you know, it's, so, it's very sad, you know, um, the incidents in um, Ukraine, the warfare and all of that. And, uh, I mean, we, we just thank God that, um, you know, things are not, uh, you know, um, you know, things are not that bad as it is. I mean, things are bad, but we thank God it's not, it's not worse than what we have actually yeah. experienced so far. We thank God things are abating. But, you know, your own testimony is really one that we should, uh, you know, give thanks to God for. And uh, we also hope that many who are probably still entrapped, you know, they're going to experience uh, great deliverance uh, in Jesus' name. Okay, so I know before uh, you share your testimony, I would like you to share with us your salvation experience. Uh, how, how did you come to know about Christ? I think um, for me, I would say that uh, I've been a sacrifice that I've crawled off the altar many times. So you know how we do it now. We give our life to Christ today and we collect it back. So okay. I went to... I went to a Christian um, secondary school, Baptist Model High School, and um, on Saturdays, or it depends on the program that our chaplain will organize, whereby we watch someone Zion movies, and after that, it will talk us through it, or just pause and pray for people to give their life to Christ. So there was one specific one that we watched on a Saturday morning, and this movie was just practically talking about me. I remember I had this black um, Bible, King James Bible, and I, I knew that God was talking about me. So I knelt down and we had this great encounter then um, in the chapel. So I prayed and I finally dedicated my life back um, to Christ, finally gave my life to Christ, rather. But after that year, when I traveled out, oh, I was just doing, you know, as usual. So I would say formally, um, I finally accepted that I'm God's child or giving my life to Christ in the year 2020. That's about two years ago. Um, after so many difficult experiences, and I felt like, um, because over the years, I thought God left me, God abandoned me. But in the year 2020 was when I experienced what it means for God to leave the 99 and come after the world. And like I would say, if God comes for you, you will not fit into anywhere. You will get rejected. No one wants to relate with you. And you will just be at that spot whereby he has to be the only one to save you. 
So that was the point I was in early 2020 and God came for me. So that was my salvation experience. Wow, wow, wow. Awesome, awesome. And how is that relationship with God going? It's been wonderful with Papa. It's, it has been good. So God has never left me. So me thinking God actually left me. He has never left me. So he's wow. always speaking. But we decide if we want to hear or not. Mm, 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 mm. Amazing. Uh, okay, so um, I know. Yeah, let's talk about you know um, the real reason why you're on the show today, and that has to do with your miraculous escape from you know Ukraine. Um, if I'm correct, you were in Ukraine studying. Am I correct? Yes. Uh, and was, how long have you been in Ukraine for? Uh, I've been in Ukraine for more than four years. I actually finished wow. last year, but God actually delayed. Um, my staying there. I should have left after my graduation. That was okay. uh, the month of June, latest July. Um, okay. But I was waiting for my certificate. And at the same time, I could feel God was holding me down, even at the point um, where my colleagues and my flatmates left. But God insisted that I stay, which does not make sense to me. So, but the things of God doesn't make sense to God. Hmm. Wow. So you've been in Ukraine for, okay, you were in Ukraine for four years, you know, until the um, the war started. Am I correct? Yes, yes. Okay. So now, when the, when the war started, what was going on in your mind? Well, I would say that um, before the war started, um, Papa came to visit twice. Um, this was what happened. Um, there was a friend of mine, a colleague of mine that was coming from UK, to come and finish her school processing and all that. But I was not comfortable housing her. So I prayed and God said, let her in. So when she came for a week and that experience, there was something different about her. And before she left, she said I should pray for her. So the moment she left, um, my spirit was very like, I don't know how to explain it, like sort of alive. I knew that was God, not her. So the week of the war, um, the Elevation Church Nigeria was having this exponential conference, uh, which I felt to volunteer. So that week, I met um, a lady. Her name is Faith. But the moment she introduced herself to me, um, there was something about her again. And she was looking for a place to stay. I went back to God and I told God that I don't want, I don't even know if I should you know, allow this person, but it said I should. So when she mm-hmm. came to the house, um, she said she had not eaten home-cooked meal. And I don't have much at home then because I, based on the job I do, uh, the payment is different. So I went to the market, got rice. I wanted to make popular jollof rice, African jollof rice, because she's not from Nigeria. Um, jollof rice and turkey. And I made it and she loved it. But faith was, I don't know how to explain it, but faith is God. Mm. There was something about faith. Because faith was the person that called my name. When so the door was going to get to that point of how you eventually escaped, you know. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, just hold on on that. Uh, but when you heard about the war in the news and you started seeing the whole panicking, I mean, what was your state of mind considering the fact that you felt you should have left Ukraine and, you know, 
but you, you felt God wanted you to stay. What was your state of mind when the war started? Well, I would say I was at peace. Um, you know, the Bible talks about the peace that passes all understanding. Okay. Um, so I had that peace. And I had the confidence that God cannot fail me. Hmm. And he's going to get me out of that place. Wow. 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 I mean, and to anyone listening to this conversation, you know, this world we're in, you're going to, we're going to experience a whole lot of things. Sometimes turmoil, sometimes war. In the case of Anu, yes, there was war in Ukraine, but she, she, you know, she just shared with us that her mind was at peace, you know, and that peace can only come, come from God, really. It can only come from God. Uh, so now, so now, um, Anu, yeah, the war started. Uh, then back home, how was it like? Were you, uh, your parents, I guess your parents must have been calling you, family members must have been trying to keep in touch with you. And, uh, you know, in all of that, um, can you just share with us? So you can actually share with us how you also escaped. How was it like, uh, you know, back home? And um, how were you able to eventually escape? Um, for my mom, um, I told her that um, she should not worry, um, that I'm in the best hand, which is mm-hmm. God's hand. And um, one thing my mom kept saying is God cannot fail you. So um, I told her not to listen to what outsiders or relatives or anybody was saying, but she should just put her faith in God. Um, so my family, they were so confident that God cannot fail us. And um, mm. everybody was okay. Um, so for me, I would say living, um, like I said before, um, faith started living in my house. Yeah. So yeah. I remember on a Saturday, and while we're still doing our things, um, practically a lot of people had left our city, but it was still peaceful. And um, people were wondering why they had not attacked Dini Propertovsky, um, why they were crossing, um, they were attacking all the neighboring cities, but they had not attacked our own city. So I remember Faith said in that um, in the evening, that on, on Saturday evening rather, she was like, um, we need to leave. Um, but I needed to be sure that it was time to go. So I called my pastor and I called a friend. My pastor said, yes, it is time. Pick or pack anything you can and leave um, tomorrow morning, which was Sunday morning. So that was what I did. But um, at that time, I don't have cards. They were blocked. Um, my bosses did not give me anything. Um, but Faith um, could withdraw. So I remember Faith withdrew some money and she shared it into two. And she said, we're in this together. And I remember the, the conversation we had, I, I told her that um, if I don't get my certificate, I, even after seven years in medical school, um, it's the will of God, so I surrender. But something changed. But going to bed, um, I never had this peace because I was like, God, after everything. Um, but I kept saying, what testimony do you want to bring out of this? Oh. So, you know, there's, there are sometimes you sleep, but you're, you're still talking. So I had so many questions. And I remember um, my aunt called me, I think around 5 a.m. in the morning, Sunday morning. And she kept saying, God is mindful of you. Um, give thanks in all 
in everything god is mindful she kept saying that just give thanks keep saying thank you jesus i remember i wept like a baby and she said abupa i said yes um delete who i can and uh, and i told her i even downloaded some songs you know um nathaniel bassi songs um don't see on your song on nost area and the ty below album so i just downloaded some songs that since god said you know give thanks and i remember Pastor Godman said, um, I think a week before that, God wants someone here to rejoice, you know, sing. So um, hearing that from my aunt, it was like, God, you know, God is actually mindful of me. So yeah. Faith and I, we packed our last meal and we left. So for 12 good hours, we're at the train station. Um, we experienced them throwing bomb twice. Um, we met new friends. So people were traveling in groups. And at some point, I was the only one that had um, frostbite, so I couldn't walk. I was limping. Um, people never thought that I was going to be able to walk with my two legs again because um, we're running in the cold, jumping and just trying to escape. Um, I remember, I think at around past eight at night, after leaving very early in the morning, Sunday night, um, were trying to get into the train and they were not allowing us um they were being racist mm. and i remember i was tired i could not breathe and i was limping so imagine trying to run getting into a train but we're now six so we call ourselves survivor family then wow. and so i remember um fate had some of my bags so we all shared it but i was carrying some things and they were just i just heard um fate say i remember i looked into um, the eyes of two policemen and i told them i had family um i have a family and i have a home to go to and i had faith scream roots run the door wow. is open wow. that was the only thing she said and she said it she said it again roots run the door is open and i said faith i can't breathe she said roots you can do it run the door is open so we got in and six of us we slept on the corridor cold floor um we had to just squeeze ourselves like i don't know in the train while the ukrainians they were living their life on the bed with Ita, but we were sleeping close to the toilet and it was just sort of difficult and at some point i almost endangered everybody because um i was sitting on top of a box close to the window so i i had no idea that we had gotten to a place whereby we needed to be on um, ghost mode that is no sign um no noise light out until we get a sign from um, ukrainian soldiers to move mm. so uh, finally i was able to start sleeping and the next thing i saw someone flash torchlight at me but the guy um below me actually pulled me down so i had to just because i was scared so i had to just pretend and that was how god saved us and we we're able to cross wow. so me thinking i was going to go to poland because that was the initial instruction i felt agitated in my spirit that no do not go to poland again so i called a friend and people i was traveling with they wanted to relax in a city before going to Poland. But I was just angry. They were all just irritating me. And fate would sense that I was not comfortable. 
So I made the phone call and a friend of mine said she was going to take a train to another city that will link her um, to Hungary and from there to Budapest. And this train was leaving in the next nine minutes. So I hugged Faith. Faith looked at me in a funny way and she was crying. I was crying, but I don't know why, but she was just like, go, go. And I entered the train. Before going, um, entering the train, they didn't want us to enter again. And I had two men close to me, so they had to pretend, you know. So I was like the big sister. They had to pretend to be my, um, you know, relative and all that. So I had to beg um, that they should please allow us go in because they were separating guys from ladies. They wanted okay. the guys to fight. And they oh. were not allowing the men to leave. So, but I had um, one of the um the guy that was with me 17 years old boy that just came to ukraine barely three months and the other one too i think is older than me so they finally let us in and when the train another four hours after spending 12 12 21 i think then four hours um we're not eating something tangible having your battle, brushing your teeth is the last thing on your mind. You just want to leave. So oh. there we got into the train. Then we, I, I made another phone call. One thing God did was he made people available for me. So yeah. I didn't spend a dime wow. and he was always giving me that nudge, call this person. So people that experienced difficulties living at first made it easy for me to leave. So that's good for you. So um, I called and she said, go through this way, go through that way. So we went, but going to take a taxi that would link us up to Chop Station from there to Algari. Um, we got into the taxi and this man stopped so we could use the toilet or buy anything. And I saw a man limping, sort of disabled. He looked at me and he said, Jesus loves you. And he started laughing. So I just smiled and then left. We got to the shop station, huge crowd of people, you know, huge crowd trying to leave. Everybody wanted to leave. And I don't know how God did it. We got tickets. We're about to cross the border. So I thought it's going to be a problem for me crossing the border or getting my passport stamped because I should have left Ukraine before um, the war. So yeah. even if I wanted to leave by then, my school should be the one permitting me to leave or mm -hmm. I should have gone through necessary procedures. So I was so scared and I kept telling God, you know, I'm a special kid. But this woman, it was like she was blind. Mm -hmm. She just stamped it. And bear in mind that someone in front of me had a problem, something similar, but a bit sick. And they asked him to step aside. Me, they just stamped and I left. And getting to the crossing to the um, to Hungary to their first train station, they stamped my passport again. They were giving people different number of days. I think I had the highest. And even when my bags were mistakenly taken by one of us to another place, God raised another help. We got out of there before I knew what was happening. My church family, you know. They, were, they kept calling, kept praying, and they had prepared someone to come and pick me up. 
Mm. So getting to my destination, they, they get like there's a time that your body will fail you and you know your body can't take it. You know, when they say the spirit is willing mm-hmm. and the flesh is weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I experienced it. You know, people close to me could sense that I was running temperature and mm. this girl was going to drop any moment from that uh, from now. So I told God silently, please strengthen my body. When I get to my destination, let my body be weak. So I finally got to the apartment that the church, um, that is my church, linked me up with. And okay. I managed, I got there. I started crying. I called my pastor. It was like, it's okay. God is good. You know, we give God all the glory. Just be calm. So I pulled myself to the bathroom and poured water on my head. But for days, um, I was running temperature. I used to be a lover of food. I stopped eating. Um, sometimes I would just be restless, walking all about, looking for something to do. Even while in a strange man's land, God prepared my neighbors to nurse me, wash my clothes, take care of me, take me out. So God, I enjoyed what it means to, you know, there's something uh, about marvelous help. So yeah. God made help available at every point in time. Right. And I did not spend a dime, a couple. Wow. I did not. Wow. Going this, to Nigeria, I enjoyed the best time of my life. Like um, the man took me out. Um, I took some pictures. I had meals that I could never afford. I stayed in places that I could never afford. I got even leaving to the airport by saying goodbye. He gave me some money again. So God made help, you know, available for me. So that was in summary. (laughs) Wow, this is incredible, incredible, incredible. Thank you so much. Um, Hanu for sharing this with us on the show today and and I know everyone who has been listening I mean we've been talking about Hanu's miraculous escape from um, Ukraine you know she's been uh, she experienced the war and uh, you know God miraculously um, delivered her and brought her back home uh, to Nigeria uh, and I just want Hanu to just share with us briefly before I let her go what did this experience actually uh, what, what are the lessons for you from this experience and what's would you like um, our listeners to also, um, you know, take home from your experience? Please, can you just um, um, do that do that for us? Okay. Yeah. So the first thing I would say is it pays to serve God. Yeah. Um, no matter what you're going through, um, God is Alpha and Omega. And oh. guess what? God is in the middle. So you're not alone. He's always with you and yeah. for you. And another thing I learned is everything is vanity. There comes a time in your life that um, salary will fail you. Um, things will fail you, but God can never fail. Um, that's one of the lessons I've learned. Then another thing I learned is learn to open your heart. Do not look down on people. Um, the Bible talks about how Abraham entertained the three guests, not knowing that God came. Yeah. 
So if I had not entertained the two people that God sent, I wouldn't have enjoyed the grace and the marvelous stuff. So it's good to open your heart. Then whatever you're experiencing, in as much as it can be very difficult, I think we should start asking God, what testimony do you want to bring out of this? Mm-hmm. Last thing I will share is, um, it's not a question of what God can do. Um, we human, we are quick to forget what God has done in the past. But the question is, what can you do for God when he needs you? Yeah. So those are yeah. Uh, I mean, just um, to portray on the last points you, you mentioned, I remember you said you were serving during the Elevation Church uh, Exponential Conference online. I mean, yeah. you were still making yourself, um, you know, uh, of service to God's work. And really, thanks a lot for the other points you shared. I mean, it's based to serve God. Uh, you know, God is in the middle of our experiences. And also the fact that God has done it. It's not like God is about to be. He has already done it. You know, it's finished. You know, we're entering into his finished work already. I mean, and just to probably add more to the things you've shared, because I have been greatly blessed by um, by this story. And it's the fact that, um, you know, I, I mean, we just need to put our mind at rest when it comes to, you know, when it comes to life issues and what have you. We need to put our mind at rest because um, that is when God speaks to us. You know, when our mind is, you know, when we're, at, you know, when we, experiencing uh, or when our mind is probably um, troubled and there's no rest within us it's difficult to hear God it's really difficult to hear God but when we put our mind at right we can hear God talk to us we can also you know um, you know know what he wants us to do by time and thank you so much once again for sharing this um, amazing testimony with us. I mean God is alive if anybody's even doubting that God is alive I mean you can hear this testimony and doubt that God is real. God is real. And, you know, and he's in, he's in the midst of men. He's walking in the midst of men, using people, you know, to fulfill his purpose. And that is actually what God did um, in the Toronto. And we just want to send our prayers and, you know, wishes to anyone who is still caught up in the, uh, you know, in, in, in the war in Ukraine or in any other, you know, in, in any other country as well. We just want to trust God that God will deliver you. God will send help to you. And if you have, loved ones trapped in any war, you know, in any war zone, in any war region, we send our prayers to them that God will deliver them. God will set them free. And um, they will also come out with mighty testimonies. And, you know, I'm also praying that, you know, peace will come upon our world. You know what the Bible says? Yes, we're in the end time, but God's people will be preserved, you know, even in the midst of the troubles going on around us. I'm going to allow Anu just say a short prayer to anyone, uh, to everyone who's had struggled, uh, you know, so that they can receive God's peace in their hearts, so that they can also see God walk in their situation, giving them divine instructions, directing them, sending help to them, sending angels to them in human form. It's just like our new experience in our own um, story and situation. Anu, please, could you just do that? Yes, please. Um, righteous God, we thank you. Thank you for this privilege. Lord, I commit the people that will listen to this into your hands, oh God. Um, your word says that you are the stiller of all storms. And I decree peace be still to Amen. every storm in anyone's life in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray that in the name of Jesus, that your spiritual senses will be activated. Amen. Your ears will be 
open to hear the voice of the Lord. Your yeah. eyes will be open to see that which the Lord wants you to see. And that your heart will receive understanding in the name of Jesus. I pray for anyone looking to have a relationship with God. Um, I pray that you express the love of the Father in the name of Jesus. I ask that grace to walk with the Spirit of the Lord. That God will grant unto you in this season in the name of Jesus. And I decree and declare that nothing missing, nothing broken. That joy will never cease from your mouth. Father, we thank you because we know that you answered our prayers. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Anolua, for joining us on the show today. Uh, okay, guys, um, that is all we have for you today on the Faith Culture um, Podcast. And if you are new to the show, I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. Please, could you do me a favor? Hit the subscribe button, um, hit the like button as well. And lastly, hit the share button. Let others as well get blessed by what you have just listened to. And if you have been listening for a while now, I want to say thank you so much for always coming on the show. I really appreciate you. I see all the likes. I see all the comments and shares. Please um, do not stop doing all of that. Let's keep spreading possibilities um, through faith in God. Hit the share button as well today. Let someone get blessed by this episode that you have just listened to. I would love to also hear your feedback. If you have feedback on this episode or any episode at all on the show, please do not hesitate to send them to me at faithculture01 at gmail.com. Faithculture01 at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much. Until I come your way next time, stay blessed. Bye for now.